You know what that time means. Welcome back to Just the Tip Off, the NBA podcast that just signed a contract with EuroLeague Barcelona. All right. Welcome back, y'all. Since we last talked to you, the NBA awards have happened, the draft has happened, and probably by the time this comes out, free agency will have started. We're filming this about four, three hours, three hours before NBA free, no, five, five hours before NBA free agency. A lovely Sunday afternoon. We're all slightly to severely hungover, different gradient, but we're going to power through anyway. So, moving on to our, our starting topic here. The rookie draft just happened. Uh, big big name players. We, the last cast, we left you right before it happened. We made some predictions on where we thought some people were going. I any let's Let's start out with... Who do you think was the biggest surprise for you of the of the draft? Zion Williamson. Who the fuck takes him at one? <laughs> it's a ballsy player, man. Ballsy Honestly. move. For me, the biggest surprise was just the amount of trades that happened um, with all the draft picks. There were quite a few. I think they set the record for most trades in the first round of an NBA draft. Really? Um, I don't have the exact number on it, but it, it seemed like every other was after getting the, traded after and the traded, top three, yeah, there was then, a bunch of them that were yeah, and then traded again. Like there were multiple, um, like Ty Jerome, that pick was traded to the Celtics, which was then traded to the Suns. So there are like multiple trades of the same picks as well in this draft. I thought that was just surprising. Do you, think, do you think that's because different teams think they need different caliber like players, or how do you think they know? All right, I'm going to trade this person. <clears throat> Or trade this pick so we can get this person. Is there a unreleased list you think between teams on like who's taking who? No, I mean obviously people have different guys higher up on their boards depending on what they think, and I think they just trade up because that guy's there and they really like that guy. Um, to me, a good example of that um, was the Hawks. They trade. They had which pick they. Had but they traded to the fourth pick. They had the eight and the tenth. They had the eight and the tenth. Well, they traded the eight and like their seventeenth to move up to four to go pick DeAndre Hunter. So if you really like a guy, then you we go, saw you can go get him. We saw teams going and getting their players by That's trading. A, <laughs> a lot of first round picks though they had, especially because a lot of people say this is a really uh, deep draft, and so. On other, dra- on other drafts, maybe you sit there and say, hey, really no bad options at eight, but if you're set on DeAndre Hunter, and I think Cam Johnson's, or no, it's not Cam Johnson, Cam Reddish is a nice uh, uh, compliment to this. Um, for me, my big surprise, Rui Hachimura at nine. I think he's a good player. I, had him, I personally had him going just outside the lottery, but the, here's the really surprising part, and I think this... Big part of this is because I have zero faith in the Washington Wizards front office. <laughs> but he never worked out with the Wizards. He didn't? No. And also, in an interview after the draft, they were sitting down with the uh, president of the team was sitting down with uh, Rui Hachimura. And they, he says, yeah, we like him. He plays good hard-nosed defense. He gets to the rim. He can shoot threes. And then there was like an awkward silence. So I guess he second question himself. So he turned and was like, you can shoot threes, right, Rui? Which I really feel like you should know that. It seems like you're something. You're going to take that guy at nine. Second round. Wait, you can shoot threes, right? Yeah. And he's just sitting there like, 
Did you not know? Like, yeah, I, I thought the Rui trade was a little bit of a reach. Not a ton. He got a lot of hype pre-draft. I think that yeah. probably played a factor but, but to I it. But I think he was reach. the biggest reach of the night by far. Um, goes to the Suns. Oh yeah, at eleven, drafting Cameron Johnson. He's a good player. Played four years in North Carolina. He was the best spot-up shooter in the NCAA last year. But at eleven, like it, it just it felt like they could have gotten him much lower when they got tied to Rome if they wanted to, and then they could have drafted Romeo Langford. They need a point guard. Yes, they have to tie Rome. But I feel like a better route would have been getting Romeo Langford than I guarantee Cam John Cam Johnson would still have been there. Yeah. Where they drafted Ty Jerome in the twenties. Uh, <laughs> side note, uh the question Rue has more you can shoot threes. He's a career thirty one point six percent shooter on point seven attempts a game. So Well, technically everyone can shoot threes. <laughs> well yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, coach, it's legal. Ugh. Well, Wizards, way to continue to be, way to continue to be yourself. Set the standard, honestly. So one thing they may not be totally screwed because they're getting uh, the Lakers uh, backwash yeah. uh, roster. I don't know how they pulled that off. Why, why are those three players going to the Wizards? So the this is kind of we want to save this for trade. No, let's go. Ahead. No, no, no. Seems like the Wizards are it's aptly timed. So the Wizards are getting Mo Wagner, Isaac Bonga. Jeremiah Jones, is that his name? Jeremiah? Yeah, Jeremiah Jones, something like that. And uh, from the Lakers. And all three of these players are just going to the Wizards. Just in, straight up. In the trade of the Anthony Davis deal. How does that work? How did how did Washington step in and go, all right, here's what's going to happen. We need those three players here. I, I think you have, you're putting the cart before the horse. I think the Lakers went out and said, hey... Who wants these three players? You have to take all three of them. <laughs> They're just like, hey, package deal or nothing. Yeah, and the Wizards are like, yeah, all right. Well, fuck. Why not? Why not? <laughs> it Did they have any money? What? Did they have any money to sign anybody? The Wizards? Yeah. I mean, clearly. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, How they, much do they, they have? No, they, 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 they did get rid of Otto Porter in this thing, and then they're not going to take back Jabari Parker. Right. So they were three million over practical cap space. Yeah, but these guys are on minimum contracts, so you can go ahead and sign them. Yeah, and you can still be in under the luxury tax. Yeah. They had nineteen mil underneath the luxury, so Yeah, they can do that. Yeah, they got it. I I just Alright, keep going a little bit deeper. I I find those I think players. they did it for um Mo Wagner. They worked him out twice last year before he was drafted. Eventually, he's the Lakers, so they liked him. So it wouldn't surprise me if they waived Jones and Bonga. I think they might have done it just to get Wagner. Wow, okay. Not a bad deal. But yeah, I, when I got that uh, notification about the trade happening, I was like, they have traded so-and-so, or they have traded these three players to the Wizards. I was like, for what? Didn't say anything. It's for just, what? For, for what? <laughs> oh, man. But that so the Wizards may not be completely screwed next year. They seem to have an, uh, an abundance of players now, player options. I think Dwight Howard's supposed to come back too. Maybe you think he'll stick around? No. Nope. Yeah, he'll probably go to the next next team. Be like, hey, who wants to yeah. my, pay my next hospital bill? Continues. Uh, we're going back to the draft. Um, 
Anybody anybody a steal of the draft? Nasir Little at 25 to the Blazers. Yep. Wow. For sure. Wow. For sure. He's gonna he's a solid three and D player. Um, had a little bit of a down year in North Carolina. Obviously came out very star stood out in high school, as most of these guys do. Uh, I think just playing around some other like stars talent. and talent. Um didn't have the best year, but he's a very good player. And the fact that the Blazers were able to get him at 25 is really good for the Blazers, and I think it works perfectly. They can put him right in that three role because um, I don't know if they're planning on bringing back their current three position the Blazers are. So I thought that was the steal of – at least steal the draft for me was the Blazers getting to see a little at 25. I think Seiku Dayumba at 15 was a steal for the Pistons. Um, a lot of the drafts I had, I was looking at had him being a top 10 player. Uh, he's really sort of a point forward type. And um, people say he can stretch the floor. No, no highlight video of him I've seen has had him shooting a three, but reports say he can, so I have no idea. But regardless, his passing and his finishing around the rim. <laughs> um, if, even if you were to take away his like 0% three-point shooting, um, I think he would still be a Ben Simmons type player. So. Mason, you got one? Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. My steal of the draft, I'm going to go with Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, he's number 30 yep. by the Bucks. He's got a lot of upside. By the Cavs. Well, yeah, traded to Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I was pretty happy to see that. Um, I've seen some of his highlight reels, and he's got some good uh, some good movement for a 213-pound guy. He's, uh, I'm, a little wor- I'm a little worried. Um, and I have no idea, but he, being the only NBA bound player on the USC team, I, uh, he's got good team. defense too, which I, is why I think they we need a bolster our defense. Well, so if a rookie is going to be anything, you I would want him to be a defensive player first. Uh, well, what I'm worried about is he got suspended for behavior not suitable to the team on USC. Oh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, and so that that that's what he without that he's a lottery pick. But I, what is behavior? And no one, I'm sure people know, but none of us know what behavior unsuitable to uh, the team is. Maybe he looked at the coach's wife wrong. Maybe he, maybe he threw a bowl of soup at him. Yeah, but especially with a, such a young locker room, I worry about bringing in a guy like that. But maybe. But also, I'm not above second chances, and I think he's got the talent that like it's worth taking a flyer on him. And fuck it, it if he really is that toxic, <coughs> trade him one. Find somebody else. Yeah, it's a business. That's how it goes. But well, that's why I, I, I like that pick, and I think because he, you know, had that uh, that makes sense now why he he fell a little bit you know, lower. I, I think um, uh, Dylan Weinler. I don't. I think that. It's not necessarily a uh, steal. I think that's even a little higher than most people take. But I think that's a great pickup for the Cavs. I, honestly, if we talk about who winning the draft, I'm not saying the Cavs are the number one winner, but they walked out of this easy top five, having adding Garland, Porter Jr., and Wendler. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good addition to the young core. Let's hopefully they can, uh, they can all develop. But um, so there's actually a lot of young, growing cores around the league. Yeah, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of exciting ones. I didn't put the Cavs on the list, but you know, looking at it, they've got some 
They've got. I think they've got a young core. Yeah, the the ones that excite me the most are Cleveland, New Orleans, um, Phoenix, obviously, Atlanta. and uh, Atlanta, and honestly, a little bit Chicago. Mavs too. Mavs, yeah. I forget how young Porzingis is. Right. He just has there, to come back healthy. There, there's a lot of like teams that are set up to be next generation good. There's this generation good, but there's a lot of teams setting themselves up to be what is going to be the next generation. I'm curious to see how this pans out. Who of those teams so we got do you have the most faith in to be next generation great? So there's Kings, Pels, Atlanta, Mavs, Cleveland, Phoenix, Chicago. I'm going to leave Brooklyn off just because that team is so unstable yeah. at this point. And they just signed Kyrie Irving. Right. I'm saying this from when our uh, uh, listeners are listening to it because I know they haven't done it yet, but it, it will be by the time the podcast is Just locking it in. That's true. But yeah, Phoenix is young core led by D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think Atlanta has just unbelievable potential. Some young guys who are already starting to become their starters. I think just that experience so young can, with, with like-minded people around you make you a really tight bond and I think you can do a lot with that. So I think Atlanta has a really good chance in the next two to three years. I think all eyes will be on the Pelicans yeah. because of Zion, oh, yeah. but I, I think the Hawks are There's gonna be a lot of gonna hype sneak on up on a lot of teams. They're they're in a couple of years the Hawks they're not maybe not be championship contenders, but they're not gonna be an easy out every night. Yeah, fair. I I, I, uh, I the, I'm actually gonna take the Pelicans. I know you guys both are taking the Hawks, but um I think the Pelicans, A, are a little bit older than yeah. the young team. And yeah. I think that speaks wonders. And B, um, I think Trey Young is a great player. I think Trey Young has all-star potential. But you don't get to be next generation great without MVP potential. And I don't see any MVP on the uh, Hawks. I see all-star, I see. But I don't think they have any player on there. And frankly, I know we haven't seen them play an NBA game. But if Zion really is as good as Zion's going to be, like... So the, the the Pelicans are going to have a lot of pressure on them next year. Yeah. Who's going to be the leader of that team? Who's going to be the leader of the team? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, because he's the oldest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just hope... So he's going to be dealing with Brandon Ingram. He's going to be dealing with Lonzo Ball. He's going to be dealing with Zion. These are all, like, good players, but that's also a lot of... I, I don't think you have to worry as much about Zion, but... Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Those are two big egos coming into a small market team. I think they both big market. I, I think they both grew a lot last year. I actually like. I don't disagree. I was really sad to see uh, Lonzo go. I didn't want to see Brandon Ingram go. I just knew that he had to because he was redundant. Yeah. But I still think that he's a good player. It's just yeah. going into a team like the New Orleans Pelicans, replacing somebody like Anthony Davis, who was the staple of that team. There's going to be a I think a challenge for okay, who's going to be the one to to lead this team? Also, there's been talk. Some people have been saying uh, Al Horford to the Mavericks, and I think that's yeah, having fun as shit. There's also a lot of talk of Al Horford to the Pelicans. Shit. Okay, so let me see what they've got. Pelicans have. He's he's looking for about twenty million a year. I think the Pelicans. They're twelve like million over the cap, but they just trade away AD, so that's gonna go. That's yeah. gonna change a lot. Yeah, no, I, that's on. That's out of date. Yeah, Apparently. And nothing's gonna be official because. Actually, no. Sorry, there were sixteen. They had sixteen mil practical cap space prior to the AD trade. 
So they definitely have enough to uh, to oh, yeah. they, Well, Drew Holiday is the only expensive player on that team. Yeah, he's at least 30 mil because uh, he's 10-plus years experience, right? Yeah. And uh, max contracts would be uh, 38 mil. Yeah. Oh, shit. But he, he came out, he went, to, he went to 20 to 25 mil a year. And that's a steal, you know. I don't think he's an all-star, but well, he, he was won, getting he paid. Wants, he wants 20 to 25 <clears throat> million a year for four to five years, and that's where it gets a little. He's, he's, not he's young. no, he's, he's not what, like 31. That's so. 125 million. You're asking to spread out over the five-year period. Yeah. So. No, and I, I, I think that's about fair market price. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's asking too much, but I don't think that's a bargain. I think that that's probably about right. Yeah, you know, he knows what he's worth, and he know he just wants to secure himself yeah. in the in Absolutely. his future. And I, especially, I think if he goes to a young team, he's one of those people. A, he does all little things that no one really oh, talks yeah. about. Uh-huh. And B, I think he's got a lot of, uh, I think he's got a lot of leadership. And I think he's a good stable locker room guy. I think that's part of the reason why he wants out of Boston. So I was like, fuck this locker room. I'm doing everything. Well, I think I don't even know if it, it was that, but he made an agreement with them to do his player option and say no to thirty point three million. And he's like, okay, if I'm going to do this, this is kind of like. I'd like to work together to see if we can get something going here. And after talking to them, now it's looking like he's going somewhere else. So it makes me wonder. I think the Celtics are like, yeah, just go ahead. We'll talk. We'll definitely talk. Just drop that player option. Don't 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 call it. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It just makes. <laughs> if you're gonna go play for the Celtics, they have a, a great history. But don't ever expect anything. <laughs> That's what I've, I've noticed. But that makes me. Uh, I don't want to throw worth mentioning in there. Isaiah Thomas made me think of 2017 IT on the Celtics and how good he was. We haven't seen him play, what, like two years? Maybe a little bit. A little bit for the Lakers, a yeah. little bit for the uh, Nuggets. A little bit for the Cavs, a little bit for the Nuggets. But he hasn't played. I don't think he's played more than like 30 games. Uh, yeah. He came out and said he's coming, back to, uh, he's coming back to the way he was. I was like, oh. You say so. That's what we're. I'm. I'm excited to see like, him come the back. Thing is, I like the guy. Um, I'm he, glad he's not on my team anymore. But I like the guy. <laughs> he's got. He's. He's cool. He's cool. Let's but. go back to the Celtics. Then you have point guard. Yeah. The. Uh, oh, they drafted three Celtics, of them. Celtics drafted three point guards. They. <laughs> they're good at that position. And also, the Celtics pretty much sure thing have Kemba Walker. Oh That's yeah. True. I guess we can trade. <laughs> we can move on to our. Uh, our trade talks for free. So there's a couple reports that have come out that once the trade deadline hits, the Nets and Kyrie are going to be quickly looking to make a deal. Same thing with Kemba and the Celtics. Um, so the Nets extended a qualifying offer to D'Angelo Russell, and then now the report comes out that they're going to get Kyrie. And then within that report, they said that they'd be willing to work with DeAndre Russell on a sign and trade it to a team of his choice if they can make it work. Phoenix. So Phoenix. We'll see what happens there. Although if, As you can if tell, Sam is pushing for DeAndre Russell to Phoenix. Oh my god, I cannot wait for him on Phoenix. But I've also heard that Lakers, Lakers are in consideration. Yeah, I mean what's well, what, what do the Lakers have yet? Uh, leftist trade away in the sign-in trade. Well, it would at that point it it's would just be a, at, Kuzma. at that point it would be a it would be a just a free agent signing. It wouldn't be a sign-in trade. <laughs> Which they now have thirty-two mil in practical cap space because Anthony Davis got paid four million by LeBron James. And also, <laughs> also, 
for his number. <laughs> also, what is uh, Daniel Russell's uh, max contract? It's only like 24, right? D-Lo Max, he's only, wouldn't be coming in 2012, 2013? Oh, not that long, like 2015. 15? Oh, yeah, then he's only able to make 20, oh, only able to make 27.25 mil. Yeah, and so that leaves them another 3 million under cap, plus their exemptions, plus, uh, like, Batman. Yeah. That, that wouldn't be a bad pickup for them because he's so young. At that, like, young, cheap, good. I mean, cheap. Quotes. I mean, the cheapest of the max salary slot. Yeah. You know, they, they now have enough cap space for a 79-year vet yeah. as well, which it brings in your Kyrie Irving. Also, we talk about the fact that uh, Magic Johnson has definitely quit the Lakers just so he can continue to tamper without getting fined because he's still out there being like, oh, the Lakers are very interested in D'Angelo Russell. We think he'd be a good fit here. It's like, you don't work for them, Magic. Yeah. I, I, honestly, he's just like, that's exactly what it was because he's like, you can't he's let like, me I'm, say what I'm, I want to say. I'm just that's not fun. I'm tired of getting fined. Yeah. <laughs> but he's – okay, so – I heard it both ways that uh, there was a meeting between Kawhi Leonard and the LA Lakers, and AD and LeBron were involved in the meeting. They were part of the pitch, but then Kawhi also wanted Magic Johnson to be there. How much of that do you think is because, like, you know, you, you want to meet Magic Johnson? He's an NBA legend. Like, <laughs> I'm like, just, I don't care at all about like you're not relevant at all when you come to the team, but like, come on, guys, it's, it's Magic Johnson, like. <laughs> He's just I, starstruck. He doesn't yeah, seem like the type. I, I would be. Are you kidding me? Kawhi Leonard seems like exactly the type. <laughs> Back in uh, college, literally, they had to like make specific rules about phone usage because otherwise, Kawhi Leonard would just sit there watching watching Michael Jordan highlights. <laughs> <laughs> New favorite thing about Kawhi Leonard. He's the weirdest fucking player. <laughs> he's so good, but he's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I just like watching Michael Jordan. Boy, man, uh, apparently, like, the way he'd shit talk is he would just, like, tell you what he's doing as he's doing it. Like, he'd be like, he'd be like, crossover, layup! <laughs> layup! Oh, my God. <sighs> Kawhi Leonard, I hope you go to, honestly, any team be lucky to have you but i think it, i hope you go anywhere but the next if he leaves if he leaves toronto that does leave the east so a little weaker kevin well but unless kevin durant and Kawhi leonard have been talking about teaming up and there's feasibly two teams that can do it the knicks the clips the clippers and the knicks yeah and here's the thing is i'll admit i'm on that knicks hate train where i'm like the knicks aren't gonna get anything but that's they really like could very likely <laughs> They're like, guys, we have money. Please come play for us. Yeah, and, and Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard on the Knicks. That's a pretty good team. Oh, yeah. you do, That would just take them from the worst to the best. Maybe not the best. Oh, but they still have a lot of work. Say what? I said it, 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 it'd, it'd be them or Milwaukee is best in the East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. they also For secretly have a young but, core. It's but, just their entire team is the young core. <laughs> but you got to think Durant is most also, likely out for all of next season. Yeah, so really, you're literally you're taking a, so a one-year absence yeah. of him. Yeah, and so you're just spending one year trying to see what you can do as far as like freeing up cap space, acquiring draft picks. You're like, oh, wow, we don't have to worry about winning a basketball game this year? Cool. 
Imagine just being a GM being like, you can take a year off of winning and just, or build a team. I thought that's what the... And also, but with... But Kawhi, it's not but, tanking. But with, Kawhi, but with Kawhi Leonard on the team, you're still at least a 30-win team. Yeah, you're at least going to be watchable. Yeah. Like, there were some games last year where you just watched that game and like, this is the worst. I, I'll admit, I'll admit, I did it, and it was the worst decision I ever made, but I watched the whole thing. Nick Suns last year. Mm. Fuck. Wow. I'm a Suns fan. The barn burner. And that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not great. So, rumors Durant to the Knicks, staying obviously with Golden State is an option. So, where does Golden State keep getting this money? I'm just curious. They still somehow just went from like, oh, they don't have enough sign two players. They could probably bring back. Do they have a it's, match? It's the move to San Francisco. We're just going to bring in more revenue and all that stuff. I just don't get it. It's going to up their, their, their the space. How come like the Lakers have to do all these maneuver things to like be able to – is it because they're already on the team? So you're allowed to retain guys? Like, why is it that they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we're, we know we're over the cap, but we'll just keep on spending money. It's like, well, then why can't the Lakers do that? <laughs> because, meh. Yeah. It's because Rob Palenka isn't running the uh, Warriors, so I'm sure someone realizes what's happening. <laughs> There's a funny-ass tweet. <laughs> it was about Rob Palenka not knowing yeah. that when they trade somebody – they had enough cap space for a max slot, and they wouldn't have it. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. Probably didn't know that stat until this tweet. Yeah. <laughs> what about Jimmy Butler? Ooh, what about Jimmy? Well, let's, Jimmy's let's talk, got an interesting situation. Let's just talk Sixers, right? Because they have Butler and Tobias Harris, and J.J. Redick are all free agents. I think J.J. is easy going. He's like, I'll stick with Philly. That's a good fit for me. But oh. I just need to make sure I secure enough of a bag. Because he went from a, a big contract in uh, L.A. to kind of a smaller role-player contract in Philly. Or, hear me out, he, if the uh, Sixers offer him less than the MLE, the Lakers have an MLE to use. $9.8 million. Oh, man. And That's you, still a pay cut. He was 11. Yeah, yeah but if the Sixers... But it's a sixer. If the Sixers don't offer him at least the MLE, yeah, yeah, that'd be a great pick for them. Oh man, that man does he fit LeBron? <laughs> he needs shooters. Uh, but uh, the Sixers, I think they, uh, I think they're gonna go about it all wrong. I think they should. Let, I think they should bring back uh, Butler and uh, Redick and. Try to make Harris work, but Harris is the one I would let walk. Um, yeah, yeah, they have one max contract, forty-one mil. Do um, sign and trade, maybe. The sign and trade. Try to get some, you, they gave up so much, so much to get Tobias Harris, and to only have him for one and year, then immediately Butler. watch him walk. Yeah, it, they they literally bet all on last year, and they came away with you know. Well, they, they, they were they were one roll of a bunch of beer away. I didn't think that shot was going in, and I. That's true. That's true. Right? If people are like, oh my god, and they didn't even make it to the conference finals. Like, yeah, but they were so close, and they lost the eventual champion. I would count last year's. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, they. That was a disappointing end for them. Yeah, they were definitely in contention. So, to be in that same contention, I think they need to maintain at least the players they have, or 
trade or let one of them walk so you can get two others in return. So yeah. you, you got to try to keep either Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris or Jimmy Butler and or Tobias Harris and JJ Redick. Uh, what some combination of that and then let the other person go such that you can get two people in return yeah. or do the sign trade with Jimmy Butler to keep Tobias Harris, JJ Redick and get two other players. Yeah, and I like the option of doing that to the Rockets for Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker. I think those are two plug and play players that fit just about anywhere. <laughs> so the great thing about Jimmy was he Gate go bucket. He's like one of yeah. the best scorers in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And and that that's I mean that's what the Sixers needed. And you saw crunch time in this Raptors series. Everything was running through Jimmy. You gotta expect either Joel or Ben Simmons to step up and be that bucket getter. Or if, Tobias. If you let or Tobias or Tobias, but I just feel like he's in more of a role position and it's not. But I his, feel like I feel like he's in more of a role position because what he and Jimmy overlap like, so much. So with, when Jimmy's off the team, he was absolutely the go-to guy at the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, he definitely he, like, was. The he, dynamic there was different. Yeah, though, he, and he's capable of being that guy. But with him and Jimmy on the team, it's not going to be him. No, right. but with Jimmy off the team, it could still be Tobias. Okay, okay, that's fair. But if he does, let's say they let Tobias go, where do you think he goes? I've got a couple interesting ones that I, I would like to see him on because I'm low-key jazzed about some, some other teams. Uh, so one of them's the Jazz. One of the ones you're saying is the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just can't let that one go. <laughs> um, they got 16 mil, 16.7 mil. Yeah. Not enough for a max. No. But they could... They're, they've had some shit happen. They can um, trade away some players. Actually, this is yeah. not updated because they already let go. They got Mike Conley. Yeah. Um, they could they could do they could do a signing trade with um, which is Favors because you'd be bringing in a new four, so you can get rid of Favors. Yeah. Um, you probably have to throw something else in to sweeten the deal, like a pick or something. But yeah, that I. I, I I mean, and, 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 and I mean, well, the situation the situation is the Sixers. Uh, Tobias goes to the Sixers and says, "I'm walking. Do you want to get something for me?" It's not a fair trade for Tobias. Yeah, okay. But it's more than nothing. Yeah, that's so. This would kind of have to be brought about by Tobias. Yeah, he'd have to want to go to the Jazz. Yeah, which I kind of think he'd want to because oh my god, that would be such a great cool team. Yeah, freaking sleeper team right there. Right. Uh, and they still wouldn't have an All Star. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's been a while. Uh, let's see. Where would Tobias Harris work? Um, <laughs> I got somebody after this. this yeah. If uh, if Kawhi leaves, he'd work in Toronto. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Um, Do you think he's a better or worse than Demar Derozan? Uh. I think he fits a modern. I think Demar has more talent, but I think he fits a modern offense better. <clears throat> I agree. It's gonna be like a shift sideways from last season. No, for it'd Toronto, a, it'd be a shift back from last season because he's definitely worse than Kawhi. I'm sorry, two seasons okay. ago. Sorry, when they had um, Demar. Yeah, so they just yeah. two steps forward, three steps back. Or yeah, two and, steps back. But oh um, yeah, no, your best option is keeping Kawhi. But if Kawhi leaves, he wouldn't be a bad fit. Yeah, that's um, assuming Kawhi leaves as well. Yeah. Oh, I'll, and on that note, with talking about Demar, I think that he'd be a good fit on the Spurs too. Yeah, the Spurs have about nine mil um, to work yeah. with. Yeah, but is but is that before they let Rudy walk? Because Rudy's a free agent. 
They could go into luxury tax, I guess. Um, but Rudy Gay, had, I don't know what his contract is off the top of my head. But 13 mil, I think. Getting paid. They could do it. They could do it. They'd have to pay for it a little bit. Um, um, somebody I want to talk about who, again, just goes underneath the radar, Vucevic. Go to the Kings, I think, man. Uh, because the, the Kings have a huge... The, the Suns are... Or the Magic are allegedly offering him a huge contract. Oh, they have to. They have They're like, we need to yeah, retain and, some players here. Um, and honestly, um, foreign players are way more likely to stay put. And I think I get why. Because, what, like, imagine living overseas, right? Like, you're playing in this Euro League. Yeah. And, like... If I were to live overseas, it'd be a huge adjustment period. But you know what? After a while, I'd get used to Barcelona. And then after I've gotten used to Barcelona, I know a little bit of the language. I like know what what's where, what's this. I know a few people. They're like, well, or you can go to Athens. Do you really want to like restart over and learn it? Like people, that's something I think we take for granted. Is like, yeah, I feel comfortable. I can live anywhere in America. But that's because I'm from from America. If I was overseas. Having one city that you know well, I think, is it's huge. huge and tangible. Oh, big time. I, I didn't think about it until I saw Lou Williams' interview about Toronto. He's like, why it's so difficult for people to stay there is because if they're, they're American, it's just a whole different, the little things, like bank accounts, yeah. um, phone plans, phone plans, like your phone, like all this, that, and the other. It's just... Also, their McDonald's serves bagels. What? Canadian McDonald's serves bagels. We used to have bagels. Well, not like what, like, like that egg and cheese bagel. Yeah, yeah, we had that. No, we don't. We got egg and cheese bagels. Not, not a McDonald's. For real? No. Oh come on. No. It's too late now because it's no longer breakfast. But go to stop at McDonald's on your way to work on Monday. You will not be able to get an egg and cheese bagel. Well, shit, man, that just changed my whole. Maybe we should move to to Toronto. They're doing pretty well. Alright, um, Vucevic's reportedly going to sign a four-year, $100 million contract with the Magic. Whoa, steal! Steal! $25 million? Are you kidding me? Uh, I think that's about market value. Oh! Yeah, how old is he? Almost like 28, 29. Also, it's in Florida where he doesn't pay any state income tax. Uh, well, there's that. <laughs> He's 28. 28? Okay, 32. I think he, he should be able to secure more than that, but I guess I guess not. They made it to the playoffs last year. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a sneaky, they're a gritty, sneaky team. I guess he would. Here's, here's, a, here's a contract that we haven't talked about. Harrison Barnes' agent <laughs> is a fucking professional. <laughs> Holy shit! Let me pull up so the, the, the Kings to offer him a. Yeah, let me pull up the exact numbers of what it actually is. But it was like. So Harrison Barnes on paper looks like a really good, good pick. Four, four year, eighty eight million. <clears throat> yeah, twenty two million a year for that man. Yeah, yeah. Who was it that's getting? Uh, there's someone else who's allegedly getting like the same contract, and it's like, how the fuck are you gonna say this guy's worth the same as Harrison Barnes? <laughs> like Harrison, like Doug Rock, Harrison Barnes. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying he's not a 22 million. If you were to pay Harrison Barnes 11 to 14 million dollars a year, I'd say that's about value. 
I'd say that's a steal. I would think he's in a more 15 to 18 range. You think so? Yeah, um, I agree with Mason. I think because of his ability, his, he's still semi-young enough. He's still 6'5 yeah. point guard who can distribute the ball he's and a, sometimes score. He's a small forward. Yeah, yeah. A small forward? Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, okay. And uh, also, uh, the thing about Harrison Barnes... Is he gets really bad. The thing that bugs me and worries me the most about Harrison Barnes because he's been in the league long enough, he's never fixed this. When he goes to the rim, he gets really bad tunnel vision, so you can just pretty much always double him because he's never going to pass to a corner. And as a, as a result, his points per 100 possession on drives to the hoop is like well below league average. Hmm. Well, you can teach him to fucking kick it out, dude. Nah, I mean, he's played for. The Warriors and the Mavericks. Those are two. Oh pre- man, he those, are, the those, those are two pretty good organizations. If they haven't taught it out of him by now, there's something else going on. Well, yeah, I don't think 22 mils anywhere where you should be. But hey, man, get how, paid. What, how young is uh, How young is he? He's like 28, 29. No, he's younger than that. No, 27. Okay. Um. So he's 27, four-year contract. It gets him to 31, so that's still time to grow. Um, and that has him on the Kings. That is. Uh, How much money do the Kings have? I feel like they've been throwing around money. They got some young. They got a young course. They probably don't have. Yeah, they had 35 mil in practical cap space. That's yeah. before the luxury tax. They could. They could do it. Yeah. 22 right there, and then they still have enough to play. Wow. Yeah, they'll be okay. Well, who who else can the Kings sign? Kings could bring in any number of those free agents that we saw. Tobias Harris. Maybe Tobias Harris, probably. Oh. Hell, if they wanted to go to a little bit into the luxury tax, they could give Tobias Harris close to a max. Yeah, I don't think <clears throat> I think Tobias Harris is about their ceiling. I don't think they're going to draw in any of the max guys. Which is funny. Right. Um, you could always throw a MLE contract at, like, J.J. Redick or yeah. something like that. But oh, yeah. I think they have enough. Uh, and I, I, think there's a, I think there's a lot of good role players out there that no one's really talking about that could be picked up. So right now their starting five is Darren Fox, Buddy Heald, um, Harrison, Barnes. Harrison Barnes, Willie Cauley-Stein. Well, Cauley-Stein is a free five. agent, and I think he's wa- I think he's uh, Yeah, he's gone. Willie Cauley-Stein. So they're missing um, – oh, uh, Marvin Bagley uh, Jr. Bagley and, or uh, the third. Harry Giles. Harry Giles, okay. Or is it Grant, Grant Giles? Harry Giles is someone else. Grant Giles? Grant no, Giles. it's Harry Giles. Harry Giles? Yeah. Right? He's their center or their four? He's, he's, he's their he's, he's their back. Right now, he's... a small ball five. Yeah. That's a bring Marvin Bagley off the bench or keep him no, in the that, starting that's five? What, start, start Bagley. That's what they were, um, were doing. So um, they need kind of a center yeah. or they need to build their bench. Yeah, um, unless they're going to turn, unless they're going to go small and turn him into a small, a Giles into a small ball five, he can guard the five. Um, or how about put Harrison Barnes as your sixth man, <coughs> have a really strong bench, and then bring in somebody for your three. Maybe I don't know if I like that. Just for adjustability, because there's not a lot of centers on the market right now. Um, if you don't sign anybody else, you're going to go with your backup center last year as you're starting. Well, they want to get rid of uh, Willie Cauley-Star anyways. He doesn't fit the system anymore. He's too slow, but you just need <coughs> somebody. Mo Wagner would have been nice, but... Right. I think he needs some kind of... Here we go. Um, let's, let's, let's see what, what, what we're thinking of it. Let's see what center's wrong. Brooke Lopez, maybe? Cantor. Cantor can shoot. 
Also, fucking Ennis Cantor going out and balls in. No, I don't think Zion Williamson's that good. I think he's a Julius Randle with hops. Yeah, Ennis Cantor likes to talk. He so. does like to talk. Um, talk nonsense. Thomas Bryant's on the market. Fuck it, Marcus Cousins is on the market. That's what I was thinking. I, I, I didn't want to say I don't, it. I don't think he'll go back there. Um, Dwayne Dedman's on the market. Frank Kaminsky's on the market. Brooke and Robin Lopez are both on the market. JaVale McGee's on the market. Mike Scala's on the market. Um, they'll get, they'll, they can get one. Val Chunas is on the market. Hassan Whiteside's on the market. Zubak is on the market. Zubak would be an interesting fit there. Who did he play on the tour? Oh, you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. like, they got traded to the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Zubak needs to be on some team. Yeah. If he doesn't get signed, I'd be, I'd be at this point. Man. He's got some yeah. talent. 7 He's only 22 years old. Just moving on up. Yeah. Play for all the uh, California teams. <laughs> the retire warrior. Um, but yeah, there, there, there's, there's some good centers on it. Um, market. Also, here's one thing is the Kings have the luxury of waiting. They don't, they don't have to do anything this year. No, right. they, they can totally ride it out. Yeah. That's their weak position. That's their weak position. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no centers? Okay, we'll try again next year. Uh, next year's free agency class is going to be super weak. Well, it is now, but, you know, we'll see. Who is yeah, it depends uh, on maybe some of these stars sign one-year contracts. Yeah. But right on Green, Giannis. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for Max guys. And Draymond Green to stretch Max guy, but someone will probably give it to him. The Warriors. <laughs> yeah, they'll <laughs> find some more money. They'll find some more money. They'll find some. Honestly. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, we had this just laying around. All right, side note, I was watching this interview with these two comedians uh, who were in the uh, NBA All-Star Celebrity Game this year. Yeah. And they were talking about, uh, the one guy asked how they got in the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game. He's like, well, we went to the NBA Awards. And afterwards, we were at the uh, after party, and we just struck up a conversation with Adam Silver. And he, he really seemed to like us. And uh, oh, side note, one of them's a midget. And the one who's a, or sorry, one of them's a dwarf. And the one of them who's a dwarf's like, listen, you don't have to put me in the All Star game, but just promise me you'll put me in the All Star game before you put Peter Dinklage in the All Star game. <laughs> and he and he Adam Silver laughed. He's like, yeah, you can be in the All Star celebrity game. And they looked. He's like, you can just do that. And he's like, yeah, you should believe. Yeah, yeah, this is my league. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, right, man. Who do you think I am? Like, of course I can. <laughs> but I just, I just love that. Just like. Wow, you can just do that? Yeah. I also decree all owners shall be henceforth known as governors. Except for... Racism fixed. All, except for Draymond Green in his Twitter bio. He's the owner of the company. Draymond Green, who's one of the big ones who is pushing to get rid of the word owner in the NBA, in his Twitter bio, it says that he is the owner of a tech firm. <laughs> it's different. It's yeah. different. Yeah, we, we know you're listening, Draymond. Fix it. <laughs> Well, of the okay, so we talked a lot about possible trades and people, free agency, and whatnot. Um, all right, here's I, a question though. Wait, real, before we move on, I've heard a talk of Jimmy Butler and a sign trade in Miami. I haven't actually looked at it. Ooh. Who can Miami give for that? Uh, Sam Whiteside's contract up. Yeah, he's a free agent. Free agent. Um, I'm just paying all their players just about twelve billion. Just yeah. pretty much all of them. They're all. That's how they have used up all their cap. Dion Waiters. Yeah. Um, well, he's a free agent. He's like I've heard 
or something. Someone thought that he might be a good fit at the Warriors. Yeah, be a backup play Thompson, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but the Heat are 31 mil over. Do you know who... They're who, at the capacity. Who, who's the most expensive player? Um, Who's the most expensive player? Uh, wait. Never mind. Hassan Whiteside is not a free agent. Well, this can't be right. I thought he was. But um, they've got Hassan Whiteside, Ryan Anderson, Gordon Drogic, all for one more year. James Johnson for one more year with a player option. Deion Waiters for two more years. Justice. So, if I am the... Uh, and the Heat probably wouldn't do this, but if I'm the uh, uh, Sixers, I want Justice Winslow and Bam Abadayo. They're not giving up Bam. Yeah. No, not a chance. Uh, I would do Justice Winslow, Josh Richardson. I I take more shooting. You need the Sixers need more shooting. If they're gonna do that. They need that. They need to get some sort of shooting. Other than Deion Waiters, who's a shooter on the Heat? Richardson sometimes. Yeah. Drogic wouldn't be awful just to have a even like you have to play him at the starting uh, you, you see shoot you, 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 you put you put him at the one, Tobias at the three, and Simmons at the four. To make Dragic work. Because Simmons can play the four, no problem. I yeah. sure can, but I don't think they will. They've built him up as this point guard for two years now. Uh you played the four for a lot of the Nets series. Okay. Uh, hell, when uh, one Embiid's hurt, he plays small ball five, <laughs> which is what he played in college. Yeah. Um. Oh, somebody we didn't talk about who I kind of wanted to was D Rose. Derrick Rose might be signing with Pistons. Looking like he's going to Pistons. Yeah. Um, I really hope that the Pistons manage his minutes properly because I like the guy, but he really, really cannot. And also, I want they have to be a playoff team. Because if you're going to manage his minutes all season for the playoffs and then not make the playoffs, that feels wrong. Feels wrong. Yeah. They almost made it. They weren't out of it. They just yeah. fucking lost. They, they were they, in they, it. They made the playoffs. Oh, they did. They, they, got, they got swept by the Bucks. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the T-Wolves. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, that's the thing is, especially, I don't know how the East is going to look next year, but... Because the Heat, they were fighting with the Heat. The Heat won't be a contender. The Hornets won't be a contender. And all the team, the only non-playoff team who I think might be a playoff team next year is the Knicks. Right? And that's only if they make moves that they might make. But then there's a couple fringe playoff teams that will not be playoff teams next year. Because they got, right? Hornets are way worse now. Yeah. Heat are not way worse, unless they get Butler. Um... The heat, um, I think the Heat are not going to be playoff next year. The Knicks, I feel comfortable if they don't get some. Celtics are probably a playoff team, but worse, right? Sixers will be about a wash. Bucks will be better. Um, their Bucks will be the same. Raptors are going to be. Raptors might be worse. Um, Nets will be much better. Uh, Cavaliers <clears throat> still not a playoff team. Yep, not yet. Um, Pacers got worse. Pacers got worse. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. Pacers still... got worse, but if Oladipo's back, I have a hard time yeah, seeing the Pacers fall out of the playoffs. We'll see. Um, Magic. They keep Vucevic. They'll probably... They're about to wash. Um, who, who did the Magic draft this year? Did they have any picks? 
you think the Hawks are going to make it this year? Uh, interesting. Maybe. They've got a lot of potential. I think they're the Kings last year. I think the Kings are finally going to break into the to the Western Conference playoffs. And I think the Hawks are either just going to miss it or will be like an eight seed maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, the Magic had zero draft picks this year. It's not, it's not what you want to do when you're rebuilding a team. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, where did all our draft picks go? Oh, they turned into Marco Fultz and... Uh, That's true, they're at Fultz. I'm, I'm curious to see what he does. He's not expected to play at the beginning of the season. For what? Why? Uh, shoulder shift. God damn, dude. Well, I guess they're just going to let him get completely better at his own pace. That's what you got to do. It sucks. Yeah, the but. Sixers are a win now because they only have the money for so long to keep all the guys they have and Butler's age and Bede's health they're they're in a have to get it done now mode and so they can wait on Mark Helfolds to develop that's right uh, man they would have loved having Tatum though wouldn't they oh, they would have drafted Jason Tatum instead of Mark Helfolds number one yep. shoulda woulda coulda hey Hindsight 2020. Oh, do we want to oh, go over the NBA awards? We can touch yeah. on it. It yeah. was pretty much as we all expected uh, in internet. I don't know. I think MVP was uh, – you could have told me that it was James Harden. I would have been like, damn, I kind of wish it was Giannis, but that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I think Giannis definitely deserved it, though. And I think yeah. towards the end of the season – uh, everyone was pretty solidified on it. Um, defensive player of the year, I know a lot of people were shocked on, but Gobert was definitely mine. I don't, yeah, I didn't want it to be. It's just like, it seems like the easy way out because he's a center. It just he, he is very good, and I don't want to devalue that for how good he is on defense. But, again, I thought either Giannis or Paul George had unbelievable seasons defensively for their positions. Yeah. So it but, was, but, I mean, it is what it is. Gobert, the, the way you had to change your... Of offensive scheme when you're playing against the Jazz due to solely Gobert. Like, he just takes, he basically takes away the paint from your team. That's true. Yeah. Stifle Tower, man. Yeah, uh, that's, that's fucking huge. French, what is it? French. Reject the French rejection, I think. <laughs> Something like that. Other words, I think uh, Six Man was pretty obvious. Lou Will, you have to. I wanted to be Harold, actually. Um, but I mean, like, one, see, he'll he'll get there. Yeah. Siakam was obvious, most improved. Uh, Sam said by the numbers it was De'Aaron Fox. Only yeah. one person voted for him, though. Yeah, and um, here's one thing I didn't consider that I thought about after. It was a sophomore season, and like, at least at, if I were a voter, I would. The rookie to sophomore, you're supposed to grow, and so any growth you have there, I think you can take with a grain of salt. Yeah. Whereas like any season after that growth is obviously has more inherent value. Makes sense. I could see that. You know, you yeah. don't really get to see a lot of sophomores getting MIP. Yeah. Anyway, because like, is it a fluke or is it just like what what happened? They want to yeah. see continual growth. Yeah. Um. But it was pretty cool that Giannis, former MIP player. Is now the only player to ever win both the MIP and MVP. That is pretty cool. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, also, four out of four players who won the big awards were foreign-born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pascal, Luca, 
Go Baron Uh Luka Doncic for Rookie of the Year. Nobody was really surprised. I was a little bit. I guess that I. I, I Trey Young came on too late. Like if yeah. Trey Young, if Trey he Young developed played, at the rate that he was supposed to develop, but yeah. it just wasn't it, it, fast enough. If Trey Young had played the way he played at the end of the season, all season, then you got a, then you got a, you got a real fucking race. Yeah. yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, well, you played great starting in February, and before that, he was fine. He was fine, but he wasn't rookie of the year. We started in February, like, okay, this guy can ball. Yeah. Luca just came out ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, I think that I think that has to do with Luca's experience playing professionally in Europe. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just mad Ben Simmons didn't win it again. <laughs> I mean, he had it. Man. He, he was so close. He was so close. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Uh, Coach Bud got the uh, coach of the year, rightfully so. I think. Um, uh, who, Doc Rivers was up there in contention too, and I was like, "Well, yeah, that makes sense. He's yeah. definitely a good, solid coach to bring that to team of the Clippers into the playoffs and yeah. get two games from the Warriors." Uh, Mike Conley won. Mike uh, fucking Conley won the team, uh, the Sportsmanship Award and the Best Teammate Award, which means he's both the best guy to play with and against. That's just. <laughs> he's just the best. That's awesome, man. He's just the best. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, at the end, too, yeah, just a really cool line. He's like, ah, oh, thanks for making me only come up here once. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, what was what, 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 uh, Marcus Smart got the Heart Hustle Award. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Uh, it also could have been Pat Beverly. Um, the, the Bucks manager got manager of the year. Now, you if you include the postseason, you cannot not give it to Masai Ujiri for the Raptors. Like he made that Kawhi trade and all that go down. And, and the but be, trade but be, yeah, but because it is a regular season award. But also also just play devil's advocate, what moves did Milwaukee make this year to get that? They did. They had They got like, Miritich. Uh, uh, they got Miritich. But I'll give you they they built a solid team. And I think they're also looking, past, but they sort of wrote it. Whereas the Raptors, he made big risky moves. They're like, yeah, we're betting on this to work. Yeah, it paid off. I think they included the acquisition of getting uh, Mike Budenholzer as the coach. Okay. I think that was part right. of the, that, 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 the that, draw there. That's definitely something. But also, the Raptors got Nick Nurse. I know, but you could argue that Dwayne Casey could have been in the exact same situation. The team was primed and ready for. Yeah. Uh, for a playoff run. I'm not sure Dwayne Casey's offense would have worked as well. But That's fair. He didn't have quite a play with, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Anyone got any worth mentioning? So, Mason, you brought up one earlier. Yeah, earlier was IT was saying he's coming back. Um, uh, AD was is going to be wearing 23 next year. LeBron James said he – did he say gifted it to him? I keep seeing the word gifted. Uh, that feels very interesting. I feel like if he uh, yeah, like maybe he threw him $4 million, he could call it a gift, uh, which is AD's I, trade kicker, which he waived. So now the Lakers had their, their cap space to play with. Well, um, oh, wait. Here's something we didn't touch about. Do you remember, like, for a while, everyone was talking about how, like, a lot of dysfunction of the Rockets, and then all of a sudden all that talk went away? So is that just fake news, or did, did everyone in the Rockets camp say, shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Got you it's questioning. Just, yeah, it's one of those things where, it's like, I don't know if, like, 
Chris Paul and James Harden are actually mad at each other. They seem to get along in the State Farm commercials. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, I don't know. So, the Timberwolves are confident that they can find a trade suitor for Andrew Wiggins. Plan on pursuing D'Angelo Russell afterwards. That's uh, for Keith, Keith Smith. Who's going to take Who's going to take that fucking contract? 140 mil, five year? There's not, the, the Timberwolves do not have enough first round draft picks for me to want that contract. Because <laughs> it's still like four more years, right? Uh, he's got at least, I think, three or four years. Yeah. That's not cheap. Yeah, dude, there's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Also, funny, 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 Dwayne Wade. Uh, ESPN and TNT are preparing offers for Dwayne Wade to be a studio analyst. If he replaces Paul Pierce, how fucking funny would that be? Like, quit talking about, like, as far as people who have destroyed their life, who have been, who have been thought of as great basketball players and hurt their legacy this year by their post-basketball moves, I think Paul Pierce and Magic Johnson both get an honorable mention. Yeah. Because <laughs> Magic Johnson, I used to think he's one of the best basketball minds, and now... I definitely wrong. Still respect the man, but now it's just on the board. Yeah, and <laughs> Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce, the poor guy admitted he shit his pants to to all of America, and he got fired for it. <laughs> He's like, Paul, what are you doing? Man? Yeah, we can't have you. We can't have a pants pooper on here. But also, like, uh, that was actually like an iconic moment that like people pointed to with Paul Pierce. Like, remember when he left the game in a wheelchair and came back? That's grit. That's hard. Nope, that's he shit his pants. <laughs> it's grit, all right. <laughs> uh, Warriors extended qualifying offer to Jordan Bell. Thinking about a restricted free agent. Um, yeah, man. Kings intend to sign Harrison Barnes for a four-year, 90-mil extension. What the fuck? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Darren Collison retires. Ten years. Yeah. Ten-year bet. Yeah. Focusing on his faith. Focusing on his faith. Is that really? Was that what he said? Yep. He's a Jehovah's Witness. Oh. Wow. The more you know. That's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it. Well, I think we've talked about everything I want to talk about. Yeah. All right. Um. Thank you all for listening. Hope to talk to you again soon. Peace.